More great info, more great topics. How you guys feeling today? Feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Okay, yeah, we, we really need that sound. I, I want that sound. Yeah, we, we need that, that sound. That sound will be pretty nice. Yeah. Like you said, if you tune no finger shit, drop the right our shit real quick. I know, right? <laughs> I just want you to know. Copyright. Hell yeah. I'm surprised they didn't catch that. I'm surprised they didn't, they even, they didn't catch many of our, our catch that B songs. Unless they only need one they to cancel out one. the whole yeah, thing. They, <laughs> <laughs> they only need to hear one. Like, oh, clear. We're going to fuck all this shit off. Well, Y'all ain't getting yeah. paid for none of this. Nah, nah. We only need one. So who do they choose? Because we, we catch that beat. We we do a lot of songs. So who do they choose? Probably the most popular artist. Uh, I guess so. That's why we're doing movie quotes. That makes a good sense. Yeah. Call Will Smith. It took them a while. But they finally caught <laughs> They finally, they they finally caught that shit. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we are back in the building, man. So what we what we want to jump into first? We got uh, wins and losses. Wins and losses, dubs and L's. All right. Anybody got any? I mean, we got we got a pecking order. J Rock. Man. I I, I really don't got shit this week. <laughs> I really don't got shit this week, man. <laughs> like this going first shit is for the birds, nigga. That's <laughs> going, yo, the headliner, baby. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be the headliner, baby. Man, bro, last that week, bus came. <laughs> hey, bro, last week he pulled somebody's ass. This week he went for that shit. Like, look, man, I ain't got shit for y'all. Hey, I'm be real with y'all. This week. <laughs> it was a real lackluster week, man. Oh man. Oh, oh man. Oh man. Chris? Uh, well, I mean, for me. Uh, my win. So I, I did get a chance to kick it with my brother. Uh, long overdue. Uh, we went out for drinks. Um, really, just kind of found out some things about my family that I just didn't know. Because sometimes that's what happens when you chill with family over drinks. Mm-hmm. All shit comes out. Right. And so uh, it actually was a good thing because it actually helped uh, start the process of really repairing a relationship that I kind of took for granted for the longest. Uh, and I definitely. Oh, an apology on that, and so yeah, that was actually really fruitful. So yeah, I caught a dub. That's a good point. That's that's actually a really good dub. And kind of really to feedback off of you, my I had a, a dub similar to yours when we went to Florida. Um, you know, we drove out to Florida on the way back. We stopped in Louisiana to right. visit my my dad's side of the family. That boot, yes yeah, sir. Oh, that boot, that boot, that boot. So you know, shout out to Bastrop, Bastrop, Louisiana. Bastrop, man. Yeah, man. So my people were out there. You know, we went out there. They was, that was the first time they saw the baby or whatever. And every time I go out there, you know, because my just to be transparent, my dad is in jail right now, right? So he wasn't there. But every time I go out there. My aunt, my 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 T, I call her my T, my T. She, we have this long discussion about my father, right? And she kind of brought up something because every time I go down there, once we get time, once we get ready to leave, it's like they always say, now you know what I'm saying, you know, you know, come visit us. We got you got to come out more, yada yada yada, whoop the whoop. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I do, I do, I do. And then it was something that that dawned on me that she said because. At my wife has been wanting to go out there for the longest. 
right after Alani, and she said, um, every time my every time my wife brings her up or brings up Louisiana, she says, "No, hey, you know, let's go." And I'm thinking, man, you know, yeah, we gonna get out there, we gonna get out there. I kept pushing it back, right. right. And then my my wife, I mean, my aunt, we were having that discussion, and she was like, "Do you think that the the relationship that you have with your father is is hindering you from coming to see us?" Wow, or mm. or the lack thereof relate of the right, of the relationship, right. and I was like, I was down myself. I was like, wow. Nah, man, that that can't be it. 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 But I was like, That could be it. So, I mean, it it just every time I go to Louisiana, it's I'm always faced with a conversation that I need to have with myself. You know what I'm saying about my relationship with my father, and I thought that was a win because every time I go to Louisiana, I I'm always I have questions and I always get them answered in some way of of some way, shape or form. I always have some questions about me, myself or whatever. And they're always answered either indirectly or directly every time I go to Louisiana. So I always I I think that's a I want to classify it as a win because every time I go, I learn more about myself through the disconnect I have with my father. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's pretty powerful, bro. Um, I, I would say it's a win, like, um, just off awareness. I mean, like, from someone who's, you know, had struggles in uh, family relationships, like, yeah, like, anytime you can glean something new off of, you know, what you thought it was, or at least, you know, how I can respond to something versus just going through it how I always have, I mean, that's that's a win. Mm, that, that's yeah. crazy, man. yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely an experience every time I go. So, yeah, man, just I just have this re- this revelation, I guess, in a sense. So, well, let me ask you: this, Is this something powerful. that you're gonna start doing more often? As far as what like going down Louisiana? Uh, yeah, no, I want to. And mind you, I I love that side of the family, like from from aunties, uncles to my cousins. Like right, I, every right. time I go down there, I always have a good time. It's always a good experience. Like right. it's, it's never like. It's never like, oh man, like I'm ready to go, man. Like shit, what time is it or whatever? No, like I I love being down there. You know right. what I'm saying? And um, she, my aunt, she was just, my tea. She was just hitting me in the face because she was like, I can't say distance because me and my wife we go to we go to Houston. Like it ain't shit. Yes, y'all do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she kind of <laughs> she so she kind of put me in a corner to where I had to question myself. Like, look, is this the reason I'm I'm not out here as much? Yeah, you know she what I'm saying? Give a real answer. Yeah. So it it, it made me self evaluate. But nah, yeah, absolutely. I, I do definitely plan on going out there more for sure. That's, That's fire. What's up, man? I like That's that. fire. Mm, yeah. So. Hmm. That was that was a little deeper than I wanted to get because that like now I'm starting to I almost wanted to start a conversation on that because that. We might have to, we might have to venture into that. Like, <laughs> we can. Say, like, it's that, a good topic. That, that's dope. Um, so, hmm. All right. So, from a relationship standpoint, let me let me ask you. Um, um, I'm in the hot seat this week. Last week it was yeah, it was, yeah. It was rock. Going lay that, going lay out on this couch. <laughs> going lay out on this couch, Shoot, man. Last week it was it was rocking the therapy session. Going to get comfortable. Now, so like, um, how often would you see them a year? Oh, nah. It's like when I say I'm hardly out there. It's like maybe once a year, once every other year. Like the last time I went out there, um. 
the last time we went to Louisiana, me, it was a little bit after our, me and my wife got married. So we got, me and my wife got married in April. I want to say we went either that September. It had to be that September because we didn't go the next year. And then we ended up going, I think, this year. We went this year. So, yeah, like, it's. So it's been two every, times in the last, what, four or five years? Maybe two times in the last three or four years. Yeah. Three years for sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, like I said, it's not anything against them. It's just, I just don't be out. I just, I just don't go, which is, is crazy. So, so do you feel anything different when you cross the state line? Like when you hit Louisiana, does it, is there anything internally that? Nah, it's, it's, it's not like, I, I think, I think the feeling I get is when it's, it's brought up, like, like how it was brought up this time was like I said we were driving to Florida we had to go to Louisiana and then we passed the exit sign going to Bastrop and my wife was like oh there's there's Bastrop how far is that from here I was like oh, I don't know it's maybe like an hour and a half and she was like do you want to hit it on the way back we should hit it on the way back and I was like I mean I don't know we can we can see let's just see how the schedule is and I started coming up with all these excuses in my head right right, right like. Right. Like we were coming back on Thursday, okay, that's a weekday. They might not be be available, and then you know we were riding with her mom, and her mom not, may not want to stay. So all these excuses start <laughs> populating in right, my head. Right. And then even even when we got to Florida, because um, my wife was like, okay, well just text her and ask her to see if if it's okay if we stop by. And I was like, okay. So I was like, when she told me, I was driving. So she's like, text him. I was like, okay. And I was like, well, I can't text them now. I'm driving. Nigga, you always text and drive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, straight up. But that yeah, was the excuse I came up with. I was like, okay, well, you I know. I want to be safe right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, but shit. And here I am 15 minutes later on Facebook and shit driving at the same damn time. But yeah, so wow. I was, it was like, okay, yeah. well, I'll text them when I get to Florida. And we got to Florida. And we got to unpack. You know, shit's going on. Baby's crying and shit. You know, we going to the beach and doing all this other stuff. I think I didn't. So we left to go to Florida Sunday. I don't think I text my, my T or my aunt. You know, for those who aren't in Louis from Louisiana, I didn't take my okay auntie T. Yeah, okay. So I didn't take my T until like Tuesday night, maybe. And we had been in Florida since we had left Sunday. Yeah, and so it was like, hey, I was like, hey, just as yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If we be transparent, if we be transparent, I was like, hey, she was like, hey, what's up? I was like, so you know, we're thinking about maybe stopping by on the way back. I don't know. Are you are you available or anything like that? And she right. was like, "Yeah, no, you know, come through." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So I told I told my wife. She's like, "All right, bet." And then my wife was like, "We should try to stay overnight. You should see if she she should let us stay overnight." And I was like, oh, "You want to stay overnight?" Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, it's just, it's just something else, mind you. I want to be there, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you I got want nothing against them. Yeah, I want to be there. Sound but like it from this story, it, but and that's and that's why I'm that's why I'm, yeah. I'm saying that I know I wanted to be there. And it was just like, okay, all right, I'll ask and see. But right. you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, the the ill feel comes when, hey, let's go out there. But now when I'm out there, it's like, shit, you, you're already up? there. You're you know what I'm saying? Moment. We chilling, we cooling. You know. Drinking or whatever have you, whatever we're doing down there. Like I said, I'm kicking it with my cousins, but yeah. What? It's about Bentley. Yeah, I was just laughing. I just wanted to see how far you go. All right. <laughs> For those that are listening, like, 
like he was really trying to get picked up and i was like okay let's see how how what kind of lips he go to to try to get this done <laughs> so like move my chair away from him <laughs> nah hell nah he finna make that leap but that was funny okay but nah go ahead because i didn't want to um take nah, it nah, nah that was it yeah okay so uh all right so take us through the journey so you you go to florida uh, clearly you had a great time because I saw the pictures. Like, man, yeah, that we, was sick. Yeah, we had a good ass time. So now you're you're in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So you're on the way back. What happens? All right. So or on the way back from Louisiana to Dallas, or no, from uh, Florida, Florida to, to Louisiana. Florida to Louisiana. All right. So really, uh, I mean, really, just kind of the same, kind of the same thoughts. But it was it was the breaking the ice. What it was for me, it was like okay. Like, let me see if this is cool. Like, let me start the text to see if it's all right. Now, everything when everything was clear, it was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's head out there. You know what I mean? Right. But of course, my my auntie was cool with us staying there, staying the night. When I got there, you know, it was it was fish fried. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Or well, they had picked up fish and all that stuff. So, <laughs> which is fine hey. because I don't I don't eat fried fish a lot because my wife doesn't like it. So every time I get a chance to have fried fish, like nigga, it's like a it's, it's like a new experience. Down. Yeah, for real. But um, not on the road there. It was it was chill. Like I didn't I didn't have any ill feels or anything like that. It was it was it was legit. So do you feel like? So is it okay? So is it just one of those things like? Um, Maybe you're subconsciously avoiding something that reminds you of your father. It could be. It could be. Or the fact that every time I know I go to Louisiana, you have the to conversation, the conversation oh, is going to happen. Right. Yeah. And it's not. And it's, the crazy thing, it, the, what's crazy about it is it's not even the fact that the conversation's pushed on me. I bring just, up the conversation. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's what's it's not like I'm not going down there because I, I know they're gonna ask me about him. Mm-hmm. It's just when I go, I know that I'm going to ask about him. Got it. Got you know it. what I mean? And that it's like, sense. do I wanna do I wanna face that? You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah, dude. It's uh I mean shit. It, it, I mean, it is what it is. It happened. And what's funny was it was like Mind you, this is Thursday night, so my my T got to wake up at five a.m. <clears throat> to go to work. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So I'm in there. I'm in there. You know, getting aligning and, and you know my wife and stuff situated so they can take they can go to sleep. My aunt just in the kitchen by herself, just sitting on the table, just sitting at the sitting at the uh, at the table, just not doing shit, just knowing that I'm going to want to have this conversation. So she wanted to be up. And available for me, right, right, right. You know what I mean. So she just mm-hmm. sit at the table and shit, just not on the phone, not doing nothing, just just sitting there. And I see her, I'm just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time. Let's go for real, man. I'm just like, we sit down and you know, we just we have a conversation first, and then I ask, you know, of course, you know, this coming, you know, how is. I'm like asking, like, how is he doing? You know what I mean? Right. And then we just break off into this conversation. And, you know, it's not even really about her questioning me more so than it is about me just talking right. yeah. about stuff. Like, whether it's it's situations that, you know, I've come up come across with my own daughter or anything like that. Like, it's just me kind of just venting through the absence of my dad. Right. Wow. You know what I mean? So... I mean, yeah, like I said, we had a discussion. We we talked or whatever, and I guess she was just making herself available for me because she knows every time I go down there, it's it's, it's something that's gonna it's something that's gonna take place. Right? No, no, I definitely get that. And like, no, nah, I'm saying because like I'm just 
I'm the same way with my dad, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because at first I was living in Louisiana. You know, he was out here in Dallas. Mm. So it was the issue as as a child, I'm not able to travel unless he comes get me or, you know, it's a trip right. out here. And like now that I've been in Dallas, unfortunately, I've only been, I'll say over to his place like 10 times in like mm. almost five years. And he stays out here? Yeah. No, like he's literally like it's, he's on the way to, to raise his house. Like, oh. like for me, I would just go down seventy five. It's off of two exits, like probably not even forty five minutes away from me. Wow. Okay. And yet, I I don't. I'm not there a lot. Mm. And it's the same thing. When I'm there, I'm there. You know what I mean? Like I love being around my family. And I don't know. It's like I I I've just I'm not. I just I just don't go a lot. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could. Is it bother you right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, no, not the damn pop protector is yes, killing. Oh, okay, no, I'm, I'm, at, I'm asking if is you talking about the pop? No, I'm talking, oh. I'm talking about him. Is he bothered because he's playing with his pop protector? Oh yeah. Well, no, no, it keeps on falling off. I'm trying to get it protected. Okay, <laughs> the pop protector. <laughs> okay, there we go. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um. But yeah, no, it's just, it's it's that weird dynamic because like just like you, I I love being you know being around my dad, you know, my stepmom. Every time I'm there, it's always laughs. It's always a good time. Mm-hmm. Whether we're going out to eat, we're just staying at the house. But I just don't go a lot. Right? Yeah. Mm. That's a strange dynamic because I, I I don't know why. You know what I mean? Because like when I'm at home, when I'm, well, when I'm in Shreveport. You know, I would go to my parents' house to my mom and my stepdad all the time. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't, hey Jerry, you need to come over here, or it's a holiday, so I'm going over there. It's just I went home. So does he? Does your does, do your do your dad talk? A little bit, not much. Okay, because I know you said he's on he's on the way here. So, I will. How often would you say y'all talk? Man, few and far between. Like maybe two to three times in a six month period. Mm, okay. Hmm. And like the crazy, like I is I don't go out of my way not to call him. It's like I'll be doing other things. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just like I was like, okay, well, I need to call him this time. And like that's really what happened. Like I'll 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 have a dream about family and I'll I'll just call everybody. Gotcha. But if something doesn't prompt me to think about it, I'm out doing other things. Oh, okay. That's mess. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Big shit. I'm in that same boat. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's not my, even though it's not my dad, it's that side of the family. You know what right. I mean? Right. I kind of. Um, I didn't. I didn't really talk. I didn't really talk to my dad um, a lot. Um, he would have to call me, so it would be like a situation where uh, back in the day, it would maybe like three, four weeks in a row, I don't call him, and then you know he'll call me to check on me, um, and probably because I was trying to still process some stuff. Um, and I remember we were in a book club, and we were uh, we were reading something about relationships, and they were talking about um, striving to to 
how do I say it? striving to improve a relate uh not necessarily a broken relationship but a, a weakened relationship I think that's how they said it and so they challenged us all to reach out to you know that individual that we may have a hard time talking to and I remember this one dude was in there and he was crying uh, because he hadn't talked to his father in like four or five years wow and that's, um, that's crazy yeah, it was a minute. And so um, he had to, uh, he was challenged to reach out to him. Well, I guess I feel comfortable saying this uh, because, I mean, I'm not going to say his name, but um, the reason he had a, ch- a challenge coming to talk to his father was because he came out the closet. Oh. And mm. so that that was just like a fractured relationship. And so he struggled to do that. And I remember they challenged all of us um, to find that person that we had that weekend relationship with and just call them just on the weekend. It's like whether they answer or not is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that you had the gumption in yourself to reach out. So the challenge was to improve. It was, it was more of a self improvement test. Man, it, it was it was strong. You know what's interesting about that? <clears throat> One thing that my T brought up, like I said, my my pops is in jail right. He's in jail right now. But my my uh, grandmother writes him right, right. And so my aunt was like, "You should you should write him, mm. right?" But just get everything that you want to get out or whatever. You just put it on paper and you just write it to him. You just send it to him, right? It, is, it doesn't have to be a, um, hey, how you doing? You know, pre, please reach out to me and all that stuff. Not just whatever, whatever feelings, whatever concerns that you had or, or have now that were growing up um, or that you had when you were growing up, write them all on a piece of paper and then just send it to him right. because- Essentially, that's he. She she approached it as that's more of a, a self relief for you, for you. Correct. Right, right. That frees your spirit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like I thought about it, and I was like, man, like, do I do I want to? And like, if I do, like, because my thought was, I'm gonna do this, and I'm not even gonna put a return address on it because I don't even know if he's going to want to write me back. Right. I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was gonna just just write it and just send it, but I haven't even like. I haven't even like just brought myself to do it. Not not that because I'm like waiting off, but I just don't know how they even start the conversation. So it's interesting that you even brought that up because my aunt did the same thing when we was in, when we was in Louisiana. Well, here's what happened from that. So um, he took the challenge, and he ended up reaching out to his father. Now his father picked up the phone, uh, which he was not expecting, and. He when he when he came back he was describing he was like it was just this like awkward silence because he did he wasn't ready like uh, he, right. he was just like he was like all right like he was looking at the phone he was like all right I'm gonna call him no I'm not gonna call him like this is stupid he was like no I, I promised him I was gonna call because he knew when we came back we were gonna ask everybody if they stepped up to the challenge or not right uh and so he called the father picks up the phone and he was just like. He he described it to us. He just like they just kind of started off with like, you know, hey dad, you know, how are you doing? 
and I think it was a little rough at first because it was just like, well, you know, why are you calling and stuff like that? Right. And what do you want? And he was saying, well, I don't really want anything. I was just calling because I was thinking about you. And, and you know, they ended up, I guess I, I kind of want to fast forward this story because I don't want to give too much of his stuff. Personal out, but business. Yeah, oh, yeah. But more or less, the the end result was that phone call led to a sit down at you know like um i don't know they probably went to like starbucks or something and that sit down led to a conversation that conversation led to them actually having some semblance of a relationship now they Mm. like i haven't talked to them so i don't know how far that proceeded i don't know if they got all the way back but all i'm saying is that one challenge led to something where when he came back to the group he was so grateful to the group for even being a part of it and for that challenge to be issued because one thing about forgiveness is inherently forgiveness is also selfish and i'm not trying to go back to a prior Uh. episode but um it is forgiveness is the key to release for yourself not for the other person Mm. true forgiveness is really for you internally for your spirit for your soul Mm. so I don't know again fate happens like clearly we didn't plan to to discuss this right but there may be value in taking you know her word and writing him yeah and it may be some value in putting the address on there to see if he writes back now you don't necessarily have to expect anything back but I think that that might be an opportunity or a challenge for yourself to to get all of, and I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if it's frustration. It may not be frustration. I don't know whatever it is. Right. Whatever yeah. that emotion is, um, it allow you to get that out where it's it's done. It's off of you. Mm-hmm. And then if something comes back, then it comes back. But that's that's for God and you. Like that's that that's. That's just him directing whatever happens next. Mm. But it would release whatever it is that 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 you may or may not be holding. Yeah. Mm. No, I definitely agree with that. Um, I would like to I will put the address on it because by you not putting on it, you're taking away the other person's choice. His opportunity to Right. Yeah. So if he doesn't want to, cool. You didn't want to you weren't you didn't want to let her back in the first place. But if he does, then he made some things that he wants to say that he's been waiting to. And I'll just say this, just from the letter's perspective, it's almost the same thing that they do in AA, where you have to go out and you have to apologize for the people you hurt. It's not for them. It's for you not to feel guilty about it anymore. Right. So so you can move forward because when you don't forgive people, you have barriers up around whatever that issue was if somebody betrayed you if you never forgive them you're not forgiving them forgiving them so they can feel better you forgive them so that way you can move past wherever the issue is hmm. so by you writing out the letter whatever your concern is whether it's anger frustration why didn't you do this did you not know just put all out there that way you can move forward as a man and then whatever he wants to do is his option hmm. if he's not ready to that's fine if he is you know it could be like like the uh, his example, you, you could begin a, a relationship back. 
mm. you may be able to grow from it. So right, right. That's a good point. Y'all, y'all, y'all making some good points. I don't like y'all niggas, but um, <laughs> well, let me say this before we get off. Um, there's one other thing um, of value that might be there. So my conversation with my brother revealed some things, right? Mm-hmm. That I didn't know. And what I would say to you is that very rarely are things black and white. They're usually gray. They're not how, like how we imagine things happen, whether it be a separation, whether it be, um, you know, someone just, you know, falling off the scene is very rarely just clear cut. This is the reason there's usually a lot of moving parts that lead to that. Mm. And, if you find out what those parts are, sometimes they do give you more peace because you can relate. You can not necessarily relate per but se, you but you it. can get an understanding, yeah. a, a clearer right. definition of like, ah, I see how that happened. I see why you made that choice, and that may that may clear up a lot of things. Gotcha. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all this in, you know what I'm saying? I do eventually put on writing letters, so the it's 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 most likely gonna be written, you know what I'm saying? You want to put a date on it? You uh, want to have it done? Not really, because <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'll, no, no, you know what I'm saying. So, sense, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, know. I don't want to say. Yeah, I'm gonna have it done in a month and or or a week, and yeah. then like, because I don't know, I don't know how much of whatever it is is gonna come out, and I don't know how long it's gonna take for all that stuff to come out. Right. Yeah. You no, know what I mean? I understand that. Yeah. But, it will get written. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So what are you gonna do? Well, what? Oh um I'ma do what uh what the, that group suggested. I'ma try I'ma make a focus effort to start calling at least once a week. Mm, okay. Uh to piggyback off of that, because I didn't now that I think about it, I didn't tell what I did because clearly they challenged all of us. Um I actually so my dad lives in Shreveport, right? Uh-huh. I live in Dallas, and so I committed to them to go visit him that weekend. So I literally dropped everything I did, and I drove to Shreveport that weekend to spend time with him. When I when I did that, I made him a commitment that I was going to keep coming back, right, more frequently. Right. So literally once a month for like the next six months, I just kept going back to Shreveport. Just to see him. Oh. And that helped mend the relationship. And so it, it went from, well, he would have to call me every three to four weeks because he hasn't heard from me to, well, I'm here once a month to, oh, well, now I talk to him once a week. Mm. It was just that slight progression. But it yeah. all started with that first challenge and saying, oh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out this one time on this weekend. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is pretty cool. Like, yeah, I'll come back more often. And I was like, all right, I'm going to come once a month at least. Right. And in doing that to like, oh, yeah, I can just pick up the phone because that's quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's for sure. That's for sure, man. That's what's up. Man, there was, there's one question I, I've, I've gotten. Um, and then I know we can jump into the topics that we want to discuss. But oh, you could. The, the question was, um, do you feel like the absence of your father is why you're so involved in your daughter's life? Mm. And I was like, when I was asked the question, I was like, I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's what that is because it's not like it's not like I wake up every day and it's like okay I need to be a a a good person to my daughter because this person wasn't in my life it's just like 
I wake up and I kind of just roll with the punches. You know what I mean? Like every day, whatever my daughter throws at me, which sometimes them nigga them hoes are, are making them nigga them hoes are haymakers. <laughs> nigga, nigga, haymakers, boy. But you kind of you, you take them. Tommy hers, boy. Tyson, nigga, nigga. What I'm talking about biting ears and everything, bro. But <laughs> I can see a lot of you. Hey, want to talk to you real quick? Right. Yeah. But so I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's what that is. Like I said, I just kind of just wake up and just roll with the punches. But the more I thought about it, I was like. I don't think that's what that is because it can go, it can go both ways. Cause I can say on one end that I'm gonna be better than this person and I'm I'm chasing something that I don't even know what it is. I'm I'm chasing to try to be better than something I don't even know what it is. And I can mm-hmm. overexert myself, burn myself out, start resenting my daughter, maybe, start resenting my wife. I don't know. You know what I mean? Or I can take the other end of that and say, the only thing I need to do to be a better father to my daughter than my dad was to me is to physically be in her life. And that's it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Oof. I just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boy, so hey, it's like, this is your podcast today. <laughs> that's a good shit. So I don't, I don't, so I don't think that's what it is. I really just think that each, each day I kind of just, whatever she throws at me, I just kind of just take it and we just, I grow with it and I roll with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, that's all I had, bro. That's no, no, not, not, nah, bro. Not because, like, now that makes me so. I, I agree with I agree with that question because, so like, my dad smoked, like all his life, always smoked, mm. and as a kid, I grew up saying I will never smoke because of him, mm. and it's it's literally. I'm doing something. I wouldn't say in spite because it's it's not healthy and it's a bad thing to do anyway. Right. But it's because I've had that influence. You know, that's my reason why I don't need to try it. That was your initial approach, to right? It. Right. I got you. And yeah. you know, and then also coming from a separate household, it's like if I can help, I don't want to ever be divorced. Especially, right, right, especially right. If, if a child's involved, because I lived through that. I don't. Want, I wouldn't want my son and daughter to go through that. Mm. So, like, as soon as you said that question, like, oh shit, no, like, <laughs> you like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, for me, that's so real. It's like, you know, what I'm saying, like, a lot of, you know, that's real talk. It's you know, it's part of it's part of what influenced you. Whether you know, it may be just not you're not conscious of it. But like for me, like I know some of it is you know yes, you know my parents made this mistake. I don't want to make the same mistake my parents made. Right, and that's a very conscious decision. Mm, it is transparency. Yeah, my father, like one of the things that I I thought was a driving force in my mother and father separating was alcohol. So I did not drink alcohol until like my mid twenties. Because oh, you missed out. I was, I was so <laughs> no, for real. Because I was so afraid of being addicted yeah. to alcohol, and I was like, "Well, damn, one drink could take me down this path, and I don't want this path for me or my future or my family." Not and absolutely. so I literally avoided, and that and that contributes to being lame. Because <laughs> like everybody, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> be like, "Yo, you want this lame ass nigga? You want to drink? Like, you don't drink? Nah, nah, I'm right. good. I'm good. You know, but they don't know I'm internally dealing with that shit, right? You know, they just like oh, this lame ass nigga. Like, I'm gonna fuck with <laughs> <Why are we laughs> <hell? laughs> That's real. But damn, that's crazy. That's real, that, man. Man, how did we break off onto this? I don't know. Man, this was just well, what, what a win. The win. What a win. Uh, yeah. My um, with my brother. 
That's what that, it was. That's what it was. That's what it was, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. I don't know a clever segue. <laughs> I don't either. I don't have nothing. Anyway, um, move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, again, what else you guys want to talk about today? I know, right? <laughs> really, that, that's really that's really the go-to move right now. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but uh, no, it was something interesting I wanted to um, talk about because in previous podcasts, I have made it apparently clear that I am 100% against credit. No, it's like three hundred percent easily. Well, if you had an interest, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very interested. Uh, but I took a class on uh, restoring credit and repairing credit, mm-hmm. and so I got oh. yeah. Oh, really, uh-huh. Mister Anti Credit? Yes, yes. Well, he, <laughs> well, he went to that class. I'm gonna tell this teacher thing too about credit. Is that how you approached it? I'm curious. Oh, no, no, no. So uh, with my uh, job description, we have to maintain a license, an insurance license. And so we have to take continuing education. So that was actually a class, um, a CE class that was offered. And so I wasn't doing shit. So I was like, oh, yeah, like I'll take that class. It was like Mm -hmm. insurance and it was insurance and credit. And so uh, it was funny because initially the class starts off by talking about how companies will use your credit score to basically give you a rate or decide on if they want like how they want to do business do you need to make a deposit or not right Mm -hmm. right the first question he asked uh to the class because we were like 30 deep in there was do you think that's fair and your response well, or, you, or, or, or did first. you respond? Oh, I responded. Okay. I'm, I'm sure he did. I, I, always, I always respond. He said, okay, I want you to listen to episode yes. three of my podcast, um, 25 minutes into but, it. That's my answer. Uh, some people were like, yeah, I think that's fair. Like, I think it's fair that, you know, if I have a good credit score, I should get more benefits. And that made sense to me. I was like, yeah, I can see that. And he asked me, what do I think? And I was like, well, no, I, I don't I don't think that that's right. Um, not in again, it's a classroom, so I'm not taking over his class. So I didn't go into detail of why right. I just gave him my answer. And he kind of shocked me because he said. I've been doing this for years. I've been studying this for years and I'm here to tell you right now, I don't think that's fair. So I'm shocked. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. We rolling, we rolling, we in here. Right. <laughs> and so he goes on to say, he says, um, the reason I, I, I say that it's not fair is because a credit score does not necessarily tell you someone's story exactly. It's not a perfect reflection mm. of them. Okay. So it might be some people with bad credit scores because they got divorced ah. and they're working to build the credit back up and you're hitting them. He said, personally, I went bankrupt. He said, I filed for bankruptcy. Huh? I got divorced and I filed for bankruptcy. Now he said, he joked cause he said, well, I, I can safely say that me filing for bankruptcy led to my divorce, but I can also safely say that my divorce actually led me to filing bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so, you know, and he, he basically wrapped it up by saying that, look, 
you know, one of the things in sidebar relationship advice, he said, if you're not prepared to lay all of yourself out financially to your significant other, you're not really ready to get married, mm. especially in a common law state such as Texas. Right. Because yeah. what happens is what's mine is now hers. What's hers is now mine. So the debt that I owe is now hers. Yeah. The debt that she owes is now mine. The house or property that I own is now hers and vice versa. So he filed for bankruptcy and he more or less equated it to dropping an atomic bomb on his credit score. Because that's what happens. Yeah. That's, you file for bankruptcy. Yeah. yeah. It's like literally right, right. you're telling everybody that you owe, like you, you've been paying them all this time and just be like, I tap out. <laughs> I'm tapping out. Y'all ain't getting nothing else. Look. I, I not going to be able to do it. <laughs> and so he started talking about the process of uh, building up credit. So one of the things that came up was um, the credit bureaus. He was like, well, how do you how do you make sure your credit is the way it is? And he said, well, one, you want to get your annual credit report. Right, right. And he said, the reason you do that is because one is giving you all three credit bureaus. Now, you could have Credit Karma, and it's it's definitely good to have, but he said, you get what you pay for, and it's good for what you pay for. It's free. Right. So you're getting two out of the three credit bureaus. But the reason you want all three is because you need to make sure that they're all telling the same story. Right. So, for example, they had a commercial back in the day uh, where it was a FICO commercial where they had this dude. I don't know if y'all remember, like in this like super swole dude. Right. Uh-huh. And he walked up, you know, he, he do his little, you know, how niggas walk in the gym when they get yeah. done pressing. Hell yeah. Right? All swole and shit. Yeah. All swole. All fake. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, he's like. Yeah, like I, I, I always picture Arnold Schwarzenegger be like, be like, I'm number seven fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it has seven fifteen on his shirt, right? Right. And then the other one will come by, and he'll be like, I'm six hundred and ninety eight, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the last one comes by, and he's like, Hi, I'm five thirteen. Oh, and it yeah. rep- it represented the three credit bureaus, right? Well, that's a problem. If you're if you're if all three credit bureaus are not saying the exact same thing or close okay, to Okay, you're it, saying all these were the same person given three different numbers. Well, so no, the, think of like a like a, a yeah, muscle ahead. contest. And uh, they have their number on them. Yeah. So yeah. one number was Experian. Right. And then another was TransUnion and another one was Equifax. Right, right. But I'm saying, but it was all for the same person, but three different numbers. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. all for yeah, the yeah, same yeah. person. Yeah, so, gotcha. So he mentioned that what you want to do, first thing you want to do when you're cleaning up your credit, once you make that decision, I'm committed to doing that, is you want to make sure all credit bureaus are reporting the same story. And so the variance you're looking for is 50. If it's more than 50 points on your variance from one credit bureau to the other, Mm -hmm. it's hurting you. So that 500 whatever in that commercial is actually hurting the 715 and the 698. Okay. So you got to make sure like, okay, well, some companies, they report to certain credit bureaus and not others. So you got to make sure that you hit that credit bureau and let them know that, look, I have an account with this company. I pay them every month and make sure that that's reflected on the credit report. Right. Or even calling the company and just telling them, hey, I need you to report this to this company or to this credit union, like TransUnion, because it's not showing. Right, yeah. 
Um, hmm. Also, he mentioned um, some credit cards. So what what the FICO does is um, it reports all your balances, right? Okay. But it's also supposed to report all of your limits. Well, he found on his, he had two credit cards that were, no, he had a credit card that was reporting to two bureaus. It gave the limit and it gave his balance. Right. Okay. But for one bureau, it only gave him his limit. So it was looking to that credit bureau like he was maxed out. Oh, it didn't differentiate the balance. So he had to call the company to tell them to report it to the credit bureau. And as soon as he did that, it jumped his credit score. Mm, Wow. Because they have to see a gap. So the purpose of getting the credit report is just to make sure everybody's getting the same information. If you see one's not, you need to find out what's not being reported to them. I was I wonder. and not to, not to deviate from you yeah know, go for it but I'm trying to figure out okay one because you said that uh, you get what you pay for because you know credit karma is is free right they only report two they don't report experience it's like one like why why aren't why why isn't this stuff free first like why can't we just get our credit report whenever we whenever want we to want. from all three bureaus and then two it's like how do credit bureaus y'all don't y'all may not even know the answer but how do credit bureaus make money. That's a. I have no idea. That's a hell of a question. That, that's a great question. You know what I'm saying? If if, no, if all they're doing pull is the iPhone and get to Google. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, because it's like because it's it, if that's the case, I mean, all three should be free. I would think. I agree. You know what I'm saying? But I to answer your question, I have no idea why we can't get our credit yeah. reports at, and, at any time. Right. And if there's a listener out there who may know the answer to that, I mean, hit us up on Facebook. Please, IG or something like that, and let us know. Matter of fact, it may be a question we can post. You know what? Let's do that. We can do that. We'll post it on IG or something like that. Yeah, because we got a bunch of credit repair people that follow us for some reason. That's why. Yo, ass, cool Reyes, real quick. I'm about, to, I'm about to get them niggas too. Uh, but um, one thing he he said that was interesting, he uh, posed this question, and I wanted to ask y'all. I'm, y'all might know the answer though. Uh, he said, at what point, what percentage point does uh, your credit usage on your credit card mm-hmm. hurt you? Like what percentage? So if you have a credit card, so you got $10,000 on it, what's the percentage of use you can use before it starts hurting you? 10% is what adjusted. Jared? Yeah, I know 10% is a normal answer. I wouldn't go over 20. So I think anything over 21% would be bad. Now, if you're talking about hurting, hurting versus- Where it starts sh- breaking shedding, down, bringing down your- Bringing it down, I would say, I would say 10%. If you, if you use, if you use 10% of your available credit, mm-hmm. then it starts to kind of like, start to chip away at it. Not a lot, but right. it chips away at it. I would, I would think, right? So I was told that too. When, so when I was going through the home buying process, they said 10%, don't go over 10%. Mm. Now he said forty percent is when it really starts to negate. Like anything up to that threshold is forty. So I'm just gonna take the difference and say I wouldn't recommend over thirty. Yeah, mm. thirty. I've heard thirty-two. As far as like a like a a a, a, a maximum, like a, like a, when it starts really chipping away. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's ten, you may lose like 
a few points here or there, but the higher, like you said, going yeah. to 30s, 35s, and 40s, then yeah. It would yeah, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. So um, he talked about um, why is it such a hard thing to control your credit score, right? And he made the, the, the comment that it's, it's hard to manage when you have so many different uh, accounts. Yeah. And so he said you need to watch the danger zone. For, so for anybody looking to repair their credit, when is the danger zone? Black Friday to New Year's. Yeah. That is the danger zone. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, picture yourself. You go through the store and be like, oh, would you like 15% off? Uh huh. If, yep. if you apply for this credit card, yep. Mm-hmm. Like it, they kill you. Yeah, they do. And then what happens is you have so many accounts that you're trying to keep a hold of that you get late on one, and then it's like, okay, well the interest starts hitting you, and now you got to take money away from what you were doing and put it on that. Mm-hmm. It, it gets too complicated. So right. yeah, he said once you identify all of the the stories are telling the same story, all the bureaus, right. you need to start working on the management. So cancel. You need to close these accounts. That's going to help you. However, you need to be careful. Logic tells you to close the account with the highest interest rate, right? Uh, Right. But that's not necessarily the smartest thing to do. Because you never, ever want to close the account that's the oldest. And the oldest account usually has the highest interest rate. Right. I don't know if closing the... I don't know. I don't know if I agree with closing the account though. Outside of just, outside of just um, not using the card anymore. Because another thing that closing the account yeah, does is it, it, brings it down drops your, your available credit. Correct. You know what I'm saying. But at the same time, you don't want to be out here with 15 lines of credit because that also hurt, hurts you as well. Because you have access to so much. Debt. You're you're overexposed. Yeah, you have too much debt. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you talking about 15, 15 credit cards? I mean. Nigga, y'all know niggas that have fifteen credit cards. Yes, I know people that have eight. See, uh, nah, like, like me, I have two. Damn. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yo, you should have hit him with that cheese. Be like, damn, damn, son. <laughs> but I have two. But shit, if I close one, that literally cuts my available credit in half. In half. And so what does that do with raise your limit on the other cards? Well, not so- not only that, but shit, it um, it it raises my my percentage of usage. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, you know what I'm saying? You don't so, want that, right? So when when I have ten percent, if I close the card, ten percent goes from twenty, yeah, forty five, fifty percent, and now my credit score is dropping. Well, he he brought that up. So what what do you think is? Th- he said there is a magic number for credit cards. The the best number of cards to have. Yes, there is a magic number. What what do you think that? Would I'll be? say three. I don't plan on getting another one, so I'm gonna say two, five. Get the. F- I said the exact same. Thing. I was like five. I, I mean, I can if if you can manage it, I can see because I mean you can like I mean swipe one and then pay it off, and then if you want to show that, that's cool. But that's a lot of shit. That'd be a lot of shit for me to keep. That's a, that's a lot for me. That's to me. I have one credit card that, and that's more than enough. So let's hear him out. Okay, go ahead. So he broke it down. He said, "Okay, well, you want to have two major credit cards. Okay, you want to have two credit cards from your favorite stores." So his stores are like Home Depot and Best Buy. Oh, not Best Buy gets you in trouble. Why though? Because it shows that one that you're you're flexible with managing a certain amount of accounts, and they're all in different. um, I don't want to say types of industries, but it's like 
Oh, well, let me tell you what the last card is. The last card is automotive. So you have two major credit cards, Visa, MasterCard, whatever. You have two from your favorite stores because you're going to shop there anyway. So that means that you'll most likely use it and then be able to pay something off with hopefully a low interest rate. Because, you know, they'll be like, oh, well, your first six months is interest free. Uh huh. Right. And then the automotive is in case of an emergency. So like if your tires blow out and you don't have anything, any savings account or anything like that. Right. You, you have that in case of an emergency and you can pay that back off. So he would say that's the more or less balance. Now I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't agree with I'm about that. To, I think that's uh, he, he's tripping. I mean, I know he's been in the game a long time, but shit. Outside of doing that, what I would do is I would. I, mean, I don't know if, but I don't know if you're gonna touch on this later. But what I would do. What do you want to just finish the notes? No, go. Okay, so what I would do is see if I can raise my credit limit on a car, right. on two cars, versus applying for another one. So. That's a good segue. So, for listeners, this may be news. This may not be news. For me, this is news. Um, I did not know that credit card companies were um, able to negotiate like that. I knew that they. I, I knew about negotiating settlements, like getting the debt off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've asked for a credit extension. Uh, like, well, I have, you know. A thousand dollar credit limit. Let me get twelve hundred. You know, I want to raise my credit limit. Mm-hmm. And they be like, and they come back and be like, oh well, we'll give you twelve hundred. We'll give you fifteen. Like I've right. I've seen that, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you could negotiate the interest rate. Uh, That's news to me. Hmm. He said, if you have not called your credit card company and asked them to lower your interest rate, you are missing out. Well, I asked and they said no. <laughs> okay. I've never thought about doing that. I, I I did that on on one card, and it was when I just got it because they gave me a high interest rate, and I was like, "Well, damn shit." I mean, do you, I mean y'all ran my credit? I know you see my interest right. rate and all this stuff on the other card. Why would you give me a high interest rate? And she's like, "Well, you know, we just got to see. You know, once you you know you you pay on it a little bit, we can revisit it." I'm just like, "Well, shit." I hadn't thought about it since. So he gave the script. Now, there's certain things that need to be in place before you can pull this off. So you're not just going to have a low-ass credit score and be like, yo, lower my interest rate. No, nigga. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> like, also, you got to have some sort so of leverage. So this nigga right find out why oh, he got so, denied. So, <laughs> so, 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 tell me why I was denied on a lower interest rate. <laughs> Go ahead. I want to hear what needs to be in place beforehand. Because oh, I got a stern of... I oh. said, hey, uh, y'all just calling in because my interest is that I want to. No. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> well, Bro. so so here's the deal. Um, credit cards um, companies, they, they market aggressively to us. They spend millions, billions of dollars to get us, or billions of dollars to get us to get these credit cards. So it's a highly competitive field. Right. So he said, what you do is you leverage one credit card company against the next. I think we've all been in this position where we open up the mail and they'd be like, you've been pre-approved. Right. You have, yeah. you know, 0% interest for the next 12 months. Right. You know, with this interest rate. So you take that letter and you call your credit card company and you tell them, hey, look, I want a lower interest rate. Now, they're probably going to tell you no. That's the default answer. Right. Oh, OK. OK. And I feel, so I feel better then. Well, yeah. Why would I get like? Because you haven't given me a reason. Yeah. Right. You're just saying, well, lower my shit. No. 
<laughs> All right. That's fine. <laughs> Glad we had this discussion. <laughs> no reason or no rebuttal. No. You just yeah. like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. All right. I guess not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you tell them, it's like, look, uh, I've been with you guys for, and I'm, I'm, I'm freestyling this, but like, it would go something like this. Like, hey, look, I've been with you guys for about three years and, you know, I pay my monthly bill. Now, I have a letter in the mail right now where I have an offer for 0% interest for six months. And my interest rate is only going to be 9% after that. So why should I stay with your company at 14% when I can just go with this company at nine and close my account? Mm. Why would I stay with you? Now, I want to be loyal. I've been with you guys. And I'd like to continue to be with you guys. I need I need some help. I need you to lower my interest rate. Now, they may come back. Let's say if you started at 15 or 14, whatever it was, they may come back and say, OK, well, you know what? You're a value member, uh, you know, of the company. We definitely want you to stick with us because they do because they make a killing off of you. Mm-hmm. We can do 10 percent. And it's a negotiation at that point. And mm-hmm. if you want to take that, take that, because, again, they know you got to understand the, the negotiating war. Your leverage is the other credit card company. Their leverage is the history. You don't want to cancel that card if you've been with them for three years. Yeah. So it's it's a give and take. So you got to dance with the devil. You got to know how, you know, you got to know what's a good point and what's a bad point. You can't just go in there Bogart and be like, oh, well, you know, no, I want 9%. Well, nigga, I'm giving you 10. And I'm letting you keep three years of your history. Right? Mm. So know your strengths and know your weaknesses. But if you have been paying, especially say if your credit score has gone up since the last time you've asked for this. Right. They're going to be more willing to negotiate with you because they do not want to lose on that revenue because a high credit score, again, from previous episodes means that you have a history or a penchant for paying off debt. So they know in their mind that triggers like, oh, well, shit, they got a pretty good credit score. If I give them money, they're going to pay me. Mm. So it's a pretty safe bet that. Yeah, I might be losing out on 5%, but I know I'm going to get my money versus he cancels and I get nothing. Right. So if you are not doing that, you're doing yourself a disservice. I think I'm going to try that out, man. Yeah. Because I even know on on my credit card that I've had the longest, like my interest rate kind of jumped a little bit. Not a lot. It jumped. But I was like, wait, I've I've never been late on y'all niggas. Why, Why are you jumping? I thought it was like something like market, like the industry or something mm-hmm. like that and something kind of went up. But- I'm gonna try that shit. I mean, they probably know I'm not going anywhere because I've had this card, nigga, since I was in since I was in North Texas. But you gotta sell them. You gotta make it make them feel like, uh-huh. yeah, there's no reason for me to stay with you. Yeah, nah. All right. So this this is just a question off what you just said because yeah. it's interesting. Now, would you suggest already having another card with a lower interest rate? It wasn't interesting before. I just want to point that out. He oh, said basically that. that's what the shot was. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> now it's getting interesting. Now it's getting I have a question. No, <laughs> now you're good shit. <laughs> <laughs> like man, the shots on these shows is real, nigga. You throwing them? You said it. You said it. No, it wasn't a shot. Nah, but I wouldn't uh, do no, it. So I wouldn't ahead. do it. But uh, so instead of just having another offer, let's say you have you already have another card with another company, and let right. you just have less time. Let's say with card A, you have five years. With card B, you only have like a year and a half. Going on two years. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I have, I already have another car with the company. They're they're already giving me a lower rate, right? So I can just increase my limit 
and this cancel this one out altogether? Or is the offer, which one do you think will hold more weight? You could do that. I think it depends on uh, the person delivering a message, like how convincing you are. Yeah. Because, well, let's be real. I could call my credit card company today and I don't have a letter in the mail. And I can tell them I have a letter in the mail mm-hmm. that says I have 0% interest for the first six months. I mean, I don't really have that letter. You you can say that, but they have access to your credit. Yeah, my so, score. Right. So they based, have access to my mail. Yeah. yeah the I mail mean, but, but based on your score. Yeah, they know. You know, they know like, OK, most companies are going to offer this. Right. So, Boy, depending if it's, you know, so good or bad. That's the prerequisite. Remember, you got to base it in reality. So you can't come in there with no super low credit score and be like, oh, yeah, I just got this letter for uh, 0% interest. Like, for 24 months or some shit. Who? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> be realistic. In your, so if you, I would prefer you get the letter. Because now yeah. you're, you're speaking from fact and there'll be more conviction in what you say. Because you're literally reading. Look, there's a letter in front of me. Oh, yeah. No, you're a gangster. No, you want me to email it to you? What's like, email? I can send this to you. Right. right. But if you don't have the letter, as long as it's realistic, it's still there. It just depends on how bad they want to keep you and how valuable you are to them. And if you're not very valuable, they're going to say no. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Um, Sidebar um, found out something very interesting. Um, One of the worst debts in America is medical debt. So let's talk about it. So, with medical debt, uh, this just happened, uh, what was this, August of 2017, uh, there was a change made by FICO that made a decision that basically a lot of people uh, in America paid their debts pretty well outside of medical debt. Medical debt is not historically paid very well. Mm. I don't think that's a stretch of the imagination when you think about how expensive medical expenses are. Yeah, no, I could agree to that. So... What they did was they said no longer is your medical debt going to count against your FICO score. That's huge. Mega. That's huge. Sounds however, amazing. However, there's, okay. a, there's a caveat. I figured there would be. I'm about to say, man, you going to get rid of that much I think I, I think I know what the caveat is, too. Take a guess. All right. So I'm going to say that the medical debt doesn't count, but when they sell your debt to collections, is that is that where you're going? Nope. Okay, well, but we'll talk going. about collections real quick uh, after this because there's something you need to know about that. Uh, so with the medical debt, here's the problem. Anytime FICO makes a change, uh, historically, it takes about two to three years for that change to take effect by all the companies that are participating with the credit mm. scores. So if they mm. change a program, it takes time for them to implement it into all of these companies. That makes sense. Right. So meanwhile, while you're doing this, you still owe that debt. Right. Well, when a collector calls you, because let's say it's in collections, right? Because most medical debt goes into collections. Yeah. Right. Right. Here's what you do. Here's the, the dispute that you would present to them is, look, I want to know who the doctor was. I want to know what the procedure was for. I want to know what the diagnosis is. Because if you're going to, it, for a creditor to come after you, they have to prove you actually owe the debt. That's facts. You have to, they have to present the, the valid reason you owe, oh, you owe us $10,000. Why? 
oh, here you go. It's because you took out this credit card at this time or you took out this loan at this time and you haven't paid us back, right? Okay. I want to know the doctor's name. I want to know the diagnosis. I want to know what the treatment was for. I.e., I want the medical records. What protects medical records? HIPAA. HIPAA. And they don't have HIPAA. They can't get access to the medical records. From a collector's standpoint, if it's a collection agency calling you to for a medical debt, if you tell them you want this information, they have to present it. Otherwise, they can't collect. And if they can't present that information, they have to drop it. Mm, that yeah. is legal. And if they do present it, then they got a whole nother. That's a whole nother problem. How did you get my medical authorization without my... I've never heard that. Oh, I've never heard that one. That is yeah. huge. So on the other side of that, because I, I have been through that, so I will speak on it, is you also have to make sure that it has to be sold off into a different collection Correct. agency. Because if once it's the it, hospital, that's not yeah, going to work. Because oh. the hospital, it's the hospital not going to work. The hospital has their own collections that they have that's in-house. Correct. I want my doctor. Okay, here it is. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh shit! Okay, so that's why I was saying, like, if it's in collections, it has like, to be the real collections. It has to be sold off to a, a third party collection agency. Correct. For that to work, and they're just selling off the balance. Correct. Right. I didn't know that. So if if you go to the hospital today, you can't say tomorrow. What's the diagnosis? I need the code. They will give it to you. They will give it to you. <laughs> do you want an email? Do you want to mail it to you? <laughs> How you want this? Right. I didn't know that. That's actually wow. Okay. So. Which actually makes sense why they're taking out of credit because it's too easy to get out of. Correct. So, just a tip for y'all. Speak between the lines. Tip. Anyway, uh, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about collections. Um, here's the deal with collections, and I'll speed through this one because it's pretty self-explanatory. When something goes to collections, um, that means that the t- the opportunity to pay whoever you owe that time has passed. They've literally given up on you, mm-hmm. and they've sold your debt for pennies on the dollar right so more or less the people that are calling you and harassing you are just commission reps Mm -hmm. now i don't want to get ethical on this i'm just gonna keep it 100 you have no obligation to pay them 100 percent of what you owe because technically you don't necessarily owe them you owed abc company Mm-hmm. I'm just laying the groundwork for what I'm about to tell yeah. you. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because yeah. I, I think I, I think I asked that question in an earlier episode. You did. Yeah. So it's, everything comes full circle. Yeah. Okay. Right. It, it only took ten episodes for us to get back to it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. Um, number one, tip number one: if the debt is over two years old. You have no incentive to pay anything because once the two year mark happens, it's seven years is the limit. Once seven years pass, it drops. Hmm. But every day past the two year mark that passes, that's hurting you less and less. Your credit score It's going to hurt you less. OK. Time is your friend. Do not do not do not touch any collection that is over two years old it is not worth it especially if you're not paying that in full Mm. logic tells you oh well a zero balance is better than having a balance with you know a a collection agency not if it's over two years now you got to consider who you're talking to they're commission reps 
They're going to promise you the sun, the moon, the stars, and world peace <laughs> to get a piece of the collection. They're not going to want to settle it necessarily outright sometimes because they're incentivized not to. If I got a thousand dollar debt and I only paid what seventy five dollars for it, maybe two hundred dollars for it max. Yeah, I'm gonna probably tell you, well, look, you know, you owe us this debt. Uh, this is an attempt to collect the debt. Uh, we can actually get you started repaying it back at fifty dollars a month. Now you have this much of interest in it, but I'm hooking you because once you pay partial on it, that seven years starts over. Now I I definitely have you. Uh, You're stuck. Mm. There's no way out at that mm. point. You gotta pay them because now your credit score is really from the tank because it's fresh. So sometimes they get desperate and they'll say, "Oh well, you know, for today only, we can settle the debt for seventy percent." Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like one time only. Like just today. This is the only day in history that we can do this fuck out of here but (laughs) but they'll do that so what you want to do i would recommend and he also recommended this is negotiate he says straight up off rip i'm offering to pay them 40 percent look i'll pay you but i'm only paying you 40 percent now you're still within the two years all right yeah whenever whenever all right yeah even if you say it's after two years but you just want to get it off just because consciously you just want to get it off okay that's fine if you pay it in full. Yeah. Now, if you partial paying, nah, you just, that's an L. I got you. I but got if you. you're just trying to settle it in full, okay, you know what? I You're right. I do owe that. Um, You say I owe you $1,000. I'm willing to give you $400. That's that's the start. Now, they're going to come back and like, oh, well, we can't do that. I mean, you do owe us the money. You know, today only, we can settle it for 700 no, no, I, I can give you $400. I have $400 right now. Take it or leave it. For today only. For today yeah, only. Yeah, yeah. For today only. <laughs> I guarantee you, I can find something else to do with this damn I, I can give this money to somebody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, J-Rock. Hell for today yeah. only. One time so, special. $400. Now, if they whatever they agree on, say you meet in the middle and it's $500, whatever. Get it in writing first. If they are not going to send it in writing, they get no money. I need a letter from, I need an email or something from you with your company logo on it saying Uh that you're going to settle this in full. Make sure it says settlement in full to settle this debt. I get that email. I'll send you the money. If they say any slick shit like, oh, well, send us the money. Then was Nope. Nope. If you can't take 30 seconds to shoot me an email, you really don't want my money. And I can give this to somebody else. Right. Right. And I'm going to. And I'm going to. <laughs> Believe me. That's the reason you got Yoke account. <laughs> right, right. So that's the thing is uh, just making sure that you do that. And um, lastly, as far as uh, disputes, uh, if you're going to dispute something when all else fails, um, go for the long. It's, for, it's a long haul. So stop going to these credit repair people and paying them all this money. And what they're going to tell you is, well, we're going to dispute uh, the debt that you owe. Well, you can do that by yourself. Literally, all you need to do is write a letter and send it certified mail to the bureaus and whichever bureau it is and tell them, oh, well, I'm disputing this, this and this. It doesn't matter what the reason is. Oh, well, the address was wrong. Oh, well, uh, I don't have any records of this account. I need you to send me proof of it. Whatever the reason is, if they don't answer in 30 days, they legally have to take that off. Now, typically, they have a department that's going to answer that within 30 days that Abe worked in. 
Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so what you do is you play the long game. You focus on activity, not on results. I'm going to send this letter every month until they stop. Say it's six months. I would literally have it screenshot, like already typed up. I'm just going to change the date where I'm contesting it every month. And I'm going to send it certified every month. And sooner or later, human element might happen. And they slip. Maybe they're overworked that month. Maybe too many people are contesting that month. But if that happens, fine. But that's a better strategy than I'm going to pay this credit repair person $300, $400 to do the exact same thing. And then Ave gets the fucking letter. It's like, no, nigga, you still owe us. No, nigga, you still owe us. <laughs> so is there, there's, there's not anything else? Because I don't, I don't know what credit, credit repair people do. There's not anything else that they do outside of just sending letters? There's an illegal thing that they do where they'll say, well, we're going to create a tax ID number for you and um, build your credit under that new 10. Instead of the social security number, they'll build it under the tax ID number. That's highly illegal. Oh shit! That that that's how. Oh, I know okay, that. do they do anything else that's legal? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do they do anything else? Well, I'm not. That... I'm not trying to shit on the whole industry. I mean, there well, might no, be. It definitely sounds like it. I'm just saying there there might be yeah. some kind soul in that industry that says, you know what, I'm going to teach you the fundamentals of balancing, uh, paying your accounts. And if that person exists, more power to them. Meanwhile. This is what you do. <laughs> so that's it. I learned a lot from that class. That's what's up. So has it changed your perspective on on credit at all? Hell no. Oh, are, are you team credit? Hell no. <laughs> but I did. I learned a valuable lesson. What I found out in paying debt is you're going to have a high credit score anyway, because you're paying debt. So if you're going to have a high credit score while paying debt, you might as well manage it. So, yeah, I mean, I have a I have a credit score and I'm not necessarily proud of it because of the number it is. I'm just proud because it's like, oh, yeah, I'm paying off my debt. So now my credit score is reflecting that. Yeah, that debt is going down. Gotcha. So it's just a byproduct. But if you're interested in having a credit score and having, you know, a high credit score repairing it, you know, these are some tips. That's what's up, man. Nice tips. Nice tip. Is anybody out there want to go against what Rez has to say or cuss him out in any way? You can hit us up <laughs> on our social media, Speak Between the Lines, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, so we got movie quotes. We're going to say a movie quote. Well, I'm going to say it. Rock and Rez, they're going against each other today. First to three. First to three. Yes, sir. Got to the quote. Let, <laughs> let, let the quote finish. J-Rock was murdering niggas. Okay, go ahead. All right. And then, uh, like I said, first to three wins. All right. Y'all ready? Yeah. Ready. All right. Now, I'm kind of in the middle, so y'all like don't be looking. Yeah. Shit. Okay. I got you. Okay. okay. So, we got one right here. Y'all ready? Yeah. Ready. They're here. I have no idea what that is. I'm about to say, is there, is there anything else that goes with that? They're here. They're here? Yeah. Worse than you complete me. I mean, but I gave you the whole scene, so they're here. They're here. I have uh, no idea what that is. Independence Day. No. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. Signs. Um, uh, no, but you're in the right genre. Uh, Aliens. Paranormal activity. No. Um, I have no idea. I'm just guessing at this point. They're here. I don't know. I know it's something with alien or sci-fi. What was it? Poltergeist. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Y'all okay. ready? Yeah. Yep. Magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Cinderella. Nope. Uh, Magnificent. Oz. 
Nope. Uh, no, it's Snow White. Snow White. Snow White. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Cinderella. Stupid. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I'm tripping. What was Cinderella about? Mm. I forgot. You remember with Cinderella? I really she don't. lost a shoe and then oh no, 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 yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that movie was trash yeah wow but she was like the nah because she was the the ugly ass sister or the the she was the, the ugly, she was the dom nah, no she wasn't no, she no. was like the she was, the, she she was, was the Beyonce help. she, she was, was the, the dom even in in poverty she was the dom but she was the help though but she was oh, still shit. Beyonce I don't care what the status is I want to know what you look like preferences. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, y'all ready for this next one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was Beauty that killed the beast. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Nope. It, it was, was Beauty, Beauty that, that killed, killed the, the beast. beast. That sounds like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it does, but it's not. Oh, uh, genre. Give me the genre. Nah. Damn. <laughs> 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 Um, beauty that killed the beast. Oh, I it was fuck. beauty that killed the beast. I have no ideas. It was beauty that killed it. I've seen that. It's in an obscure movie though. That's a he's that's a tricky one. He did that on purpose. Like nineties type movie. Um, nah. Hmm. It was probably one of the first ones though. I will say that there have been a lot of remakes. I'll say I'll tell y'all that it was a lot of remakes. This was probably the first one that dropped though. Uh, Cruel Intentions. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. They got nothing? Nah. Nah. King Kong. Oh, it was King Kong. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Yeah. Have y'all even scored? Yeah, I got one. Yeah, uh, he got um, Cinderella. Cinderella. Okay. No, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. Ready for this I next feel like one? I got one before that, but yeah, whatever. Cinderella. Get, damn. Get your stinking paws off me, you dirty Planet animal. Apes. Yeah, dirty monkey. Mm, that's not it. That's two. Oh, I thought he, I thought it was a wrong answer. I was like, wait, oh no, yeah, no, 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 the fuck? What was that? I survive, I want to live. Uh, I don't want to survive. I want to live. That's a dope ass quote, though. Was that Rez? Boy, <laughs> hell no. Is that Rez? Did I say that shit? That sounds like me. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't know what that is. I don't know what Damn, that is. twelve years a slave. I've never seen that. Wow. No, real talk. I've never seen that. What are you I, talking about? No, I got to a point where I, I was so sick of Hollywood and slave movies. I was like, I'm not doing this again. I can understand that. I can understand. I think that. I think Django was the last one I watched, and then everything that came after that, I was like, nah. I got you. I can understand that. Hmm. Okay. I was uh, like, y'all make a movie where we a king, and I'll be back. And what kind of happened? That's what's up. Okay. So, oh, you still need one more? Yeah. Yeah. Just keep swimming. Oh, uh, Finding Nemo. Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh, <gasps> damn! I've never seen. Well, I can't say shit because I didn't watch the black movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, Speak between the lines podcast. Uh, this was good. This was good. Good. Good mix of things. <laughs> this was actually. This was actually good. I, I hate. I hate. I hate coupling our podcast at the end of them, but this was actually. Good. So. <laughs>
especially when we really didn't we didn't plan on the first we didn't have much yeah so. yeah we didn't plan on the first topic we kind of just rolled into the other topic all right we got anything else nah man i'm good all right man it's your boy king a they're rocking the building speak between the lines we out of here one two